I was gonna do the podcast intro really fast, but then I was like, eh, no. Anyway, welcome back to another episode of Ordinary B B Tour. B Tour. -tour. Ordinary D Tour. I am Cody. I am Michaela. And we're off to a rough start. (laughs) Aren't we always? (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) That's me every morning when I wake up. Welcome to uh, another episode of Mindless Chaos with your hosts, Cody and Michaela. No, just yeah. Speaking of B tours, B rolls. B rolls? Shooting some B roll over there? Yeah. What's B roll? Can you explain to me what B roll is? Absolutely, I cannot. You can't explain what B roll is? No, I don't really know what that's supposed to mean. Is the rest of the footage A roll? No, I think it's just primary. Anyway, um, I don't know for <laughs> sure because I'm not a filmmaker by trade. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, <laughs> B-roll, as I understand it, is literally just like uh, shots that you use to show something in depth that aren't part of your main content. So like, for example, if you were making a commercial that photocist on... Photocist? That focused <laughs> on um, playing like a mini, like a golf ball, right? But your like main content was people hitting the golf balls. Well, you might have a like close up shots of the golf balls. That would be B roll. So yeah. it's not the main content, and but it shows it in the sand. You know what I read the other day? What semi related? Um, I guess they have primarily sand golf courses like the sand is the green and i don't know what's the sand in the sand course if the sand is the green but it's to conserve water usage (laughs) okay sounds a little dusty yeah i that's all left field where's this episode going we're talking about b-roll and golf courses you're welcome goodness gracious we're off to a start fun here. facts yeah. uh welcome to the normally unstructured and, and whimsical ways of ordinary detour um definitely taking some extraordinary detours today only um, always what were we were going to talk about something related to b-roll and i'm pretty sure it's related to like shit that happened this week so um purchases were made in the media department over here um and and stuff's underway in the background that we can't fully disclose a full-length um, feature film i'm just kidding that's absolutely not occurring <laughs> ordinary Whatsoever. detour the movie <laughs> we also don't animate right now so just don't get your hopes up um yeah step up your game parrot <laughs> parent company dragon pirate cheese no um we learned a lot about a couple of things drones and action cameras i thought you were gonna say action figures for a second (laughs) yep (laughs) gi joe's coming back hard for ordinary detour yes he's he's our new endorsement character amazing (laughs) yeah no drones and action cameras um one they're expensive Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> and two, they're pretty cool. Like a lot has changed also, since yes. the original. I mean, not to specifically tell you to buy a certain brand because we don't do that here. Um, but like the two big like players in the game are going to be DJI in the drone space and GoPro in the action 
in the action camera space. Um, so <laughs> GoPro, they're interesting. Uh huh. DJI is great. They they've made a lot of advancements. GoPros are good when you make lots of tweaks that you shouldn't have to. As you're learning. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. Interesting stuff. Interesting stuff. Yeah. So I just thought it was interesting to talk about some of those things this week. Um, just because it's something we've been looking into a lot recently. And I don't know, there's a lot more applications to some of this technology than maybe I was ex- expecting initially. Oh, like the cameras tech? Yeah. Like you didn't realize that you could um, throw cameras up there and have infrared um, like sensors on it so you could tell how hot a fire or certain thing is. Yeah, like uh, if you're looking at future slash current, I guess, it feels futuristic. I don't know. <laughs> Uses of drones. They have so many applications. You can use them for... Um, like scouting out wildfires and forest fires and stuff like that. And, you know, they have the or infrared and fires, but yeah. search and re- yeah, or maybe regular fires and the search and rescue teams with the whole infrared looking for like heat senses on the dark in, slash in the dark. law enforcement. Yeah. <laughs> no longer needing to deploy air one to track you down. Yeah. No joke. You, you just, just got drones yeah, chasing just got you drones down. Chasing you. That'd be yeah. scary if you were, well, first of all, if you were a criminal on the run, you're probably stressed out anyway. Second of all, if all of a sudden like a swarm of law enforcement drones were just like, <laughs> I would be like, <laughs> they're going to kill me. <laughs> That was good audio effects. I might add that that is not a sound effect. That was Michaela's <laughs> vocal cords and lips. My usage techniques. Thank you. We're learning. We're all learning technology. Um, yeah, no that that would be that'd be freaky. Um, also, another application. And then we found out like tr- crops, like farmers, like yes. for measuring. Um, the quality of the crops and like how green, how much sunlight they're getting, how much water they're getting, mm-hmm. how green by how green they are and stuff like that. And then what their yields are and all that just by surveying using drones and special software. Yeah, I really didn't know that was an application that they could be used for. They also, I think, didn't the website we we're looking at also have um, like spraying things. Like not, it's not like they have like a whole freaking plane that's gonna, you know, pesticide stuff or whatever you spray on your crops. I'm sure they can. (laughs) I don't know if we saw that specifically though. That's fair. Um, Only because I feel like you need a lot, like big tanks of pesticide. And I don't know how feasible that is actually. I have no idea. Yeah, I don't either, but it just seemed really interesting. There's so many different uses for them. And I guess there's just more more of a market than I thought there were. It's not just, you know, your 14-year-old boys like FPV droning through an abandoned building on YouTube. <laughs> it's, it's also like law enforcement and like search and rescue and a lot of real-world applications that can save people and their bodies from being put in harm's way, like fires and intense crowd situations and stuff. Like real estate, when when Google Maps is out of date and your satellite view isn't giving you a true depiction of what your home is, you can now just go take your own picture and 
Yeah. <laughs> Emails Google pictures of your house. <laughs> Here's a better We painted it and got a new car. Please update. <laughs> what do you think they would say? <laughs> like, thanks, but sorry, no. <laughs> like, <laughs> it costs us $2 million to move that satellite, bud. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah i don't know um but real estate for like selling with aerial views and all that type of stuff and then you have um surveying like construction sites and stuff like that you can apparently measure like the cubic mass of like a pile of mulch or dirt <laughs> uh and be able to tell if you're being gypped by like a contract company or stuff like that i want my official title to be um official drone pilot operator mulch measurer thanks that's too many words uh moving on <laughs> oh d p m m i've moved on and forgotten already <laughs> it wasn't fancy enough was we'll stupid. just call you podcast host <laughs> co-podcast podcast co-host correct there you go. <laughs> waffle um, eater. And an avid waffle eater. Uh, Sorry. <laughs> derailing too much. Yeah. Um, where were we? Yes. Drones. Oh, oh yeah. another thing you were talking about, like measuring mulch and <laughs> construction sites and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I began to this whole theoretical scenario um, when there was like a... So is a product that they sell that basically is like a little tiny garage helipad charging pad for your drone. Oh, yeah. And it kind of closes up and is stationary so that you can like deploy the forces like <laughs> at any given time. Like go online or you don't even have to like be there. You just be like, OK, drone, tell me what the heck is going on. Yeah, I think there's special legal regulations to it because like <laughs> you're supposed to be line of sight. But you can, you can deploy it from, you can deploy a fleet from like a rooftop, for example, on a like random skyscraper in the middle of Manhattan. And then you can be a news station and you can get all your, your chopper footage from like your random drone fleet. That's all being manually controlled through somebody sitting in the skyscraper in, in Manhattan. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's just, I don't know. I thought that application was interesting. Also for like search and rescue applications, just having it ready and having multiple ready for dispatch. Just, just kind of cool things that are possible now that weren't before. Um, but that was a cool thing we discovered. And then as far as cinematics go, I mean, obviously you can shoot video with a drone. That's not a shock to anyone. That's like originally what they're used for. Mm -hmm. But now you have, Places like Disney Plus and, and Netflix buying footage, like big deal, like productions yes. um, from <laughs> drones, stuff that previously was unachievable other than helicopters. So that I thought was pretty incredible, honestly. Yeah, well, your average person can sell some footage to like Disney that's used in a movie. I don't know what? if they're average. They definitely spent time figuring out how to master the art. <laughs> But, I mean, yes. <laughs> but yes, we're not, they're not flying helicopters and, and the old spiel. I yeah. mean, that's for sure. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Anyway, um, I thought, I thought all that 
stuff was interesting um, as far as applications of action cameras go. While they're good for app, they're good for action and about nothing else. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the quality is really good, and uh, just seeing what people's artistic expression is really cool too. I like combining creative things with technology. That's awesome. And I know we've made these comments before, but I think it's just incredible for me now that like we were using some more of these media tools um, to see the transition of like when we were children and like had our first kind of smart cell phones. <laughs> they weren't really smart, but they had cameras on first camera phones <laughs> camera and phones. they were like beyond bad. Like you could move the <laughs> video and you could see it shaking and yes. tearing all over the screen. Yes. And it was like way delayed by like seconds at a time. And then it took the lowest resolution image. I mean, it was like you could get a better image on TV on your, you know, old, old school, big tube TV. <laughs> your 400 pound, um, 45 inch monstrosity that took up a three quarters of your living room yeah, wall. Yeah, <laughs> that, that thing. Um, that thing. <laughs> it's just, yeah, it's, it's incredible. That's just, that's my, thoughts on it um i guess it wasn't really funny it was an interesting detour though <laughs> yes i feel yeah action cameras have come a long way i think we were talking about gopro specifically just because we just they're big in the market so mm -hmm. <laughs> um used to not have microphones on them and like all i remember is like og gopro like snowboarder footage like <laughs> commercials i feel like there's always snowboarder border stuff in, yeah and like action camera things <laughs> and like the color screens and playbacks and speakers you have on them now and mm -hmm. um yeah you've yeah, come a long lots, way <laughs> lots of stuff um but also and i guess we can we can speak a little bit to this don't come at us legal team for gopro um gopros kind of gotta watch themselves and their hold on the market because they're doing a lot of anti-consumerism things which seems to be the trend of a lot of companies kind of doing what they yes. want to do and thinking oh this is the right thing to do and Money. everyone's like no <laughs> this is not what we want um there's a lot of decisions being made where it's like if if you're not careful i could see dji's or insta 360s or some of the other competitors cameras becoming better um than what they have to offer and they had the hold on the market for a very long time so right yeah i don't know that's just i just see that with how many tweaks and things you have to do um to just make the footage usable now i'm not gonna say it's horrible but to make it like usable and it like still could the be best better, quality that it could be <laughs> and it still could be better in my eyes for the price I mean, you're spending nowadays on, on an action camera, you're spending 500 bucks. Yeah. And with that, you can't even attach like an external microphone to it or um, any of those things. You have to like add more than that. <laughs> um, and then you end up having to get like um, special filters for your lenses so that you can mm -hmm. turn certain settings on to make the image usable in certain lighting conditions and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. It's just. There's a lot of peripherals. Of Lots of things unexpected. that are not happening the way they should be happening. Listen to your consumers. Every time uh, a brand or product like adapts to consumer concerns, 
I just see so much positive like pushback towards the company like oh like I'm definitely going to keep supporting you because you actually listen to us <laughs> and you know mm-hmm. what your product like works like on a consumer level so thanks for not being greedy power hungry monsters or money hungry monsters <laughs> well and I get that you're never going to please everyone but like right. just the, to the scale that we've noticed that in this industry specifically the action camera industry it's just like you can't you can't tell me that these are cons- pro consumer moves being made they're just not um, I mean, I know people attack Apple, and I think that's a hard one to um kind of please everyone on because some people are gonna say, you know, they're good the way they are because we like these features and these things and this way mm-hmm. of doing things and this this certain blah blah blah. Um, but I feel like this one's less debated. Not that there aren't things that Apple does that can be very much so in the <laughs> consumer. Um, but I don't know. I just feel like it's more obvious in the GoPro market. End of rant. End of rant. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, there you go. That's two cents on action cameras and the incredible flight flying drone. Oh, we didn't talk about uh well, we talked briefly about FPV drones. Oh yeah. Um, but there's also drones now that do zero to sixty faster than your Tesla Model S plaid. So <laughs> Um, that's nuts to me. That's insane. I just, these operators are wearing goggles and I don't think I could be standing while operating this. I think I would get dizzy and actually tip myself over. I would have to be sitting. Otherwise I would like lose my mind. (laughs) How do you do it? (laughs) Yeah. Do you take anti-nausea meds? Because probably. (laughs) Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's, or, well, I feel like refresh rate plays a lot into that. And I think that's gotten better. So part of the motion sickness was found and discovered to be um, the speed in which the image is refreshed on the screen. Um, That's fair. So refresh rate makes you less motion sick, I guess. All I can think of, though, is being at the arcade with those um, like VR goggles (laughs) and like pretending I'm on a roller coaster or doing whatever. I'm just like, why? I feel like I rode around in circles <laughs> for real <laughs> yeah you're kind of disoriented after it's like fine for like the first two minutes and then you're like this is not so fun anymore like i don't think i could do this all day <laughs> no, or even for, for an hour more of like 10 minutes. than one use <laughs> yeah i need to take a break my poor brain just gets like mad jumbled it's so weird your eyes and your and your body your eyes perceive movement and your body doesn't. Your brain's like, hey, man, I really don't know what to do here. <laughs> um, anyway, jumping back to make to add context to what we were talking about. FPV is first person view drones. Yes. You use um, uh, a headset like a, not a headset, like Kinda. a VR. Um, they call them headsets. Goggles. Yeah. VR goggle view um, to see what the drone sees and essentially you know help you fly um also we found out a lot of regulations for the drone market so that was that was something we discovered like you need licenses like uh was it smart trust sorry your trust certification which is funny if they're like we trust you you can pilot a drone (laughs) yeah and that's for recreational flyers and then there's like part 107s which are like the commercial flying applications that require an actual like test be taken that's fairly 
extensive and complex with knowing and understanding. So you um, can actually fly at night and do some of that other stuff too? Yeah, and get certain exceptions that you wouldn't otherwise be able to get. Um, but yeah, it's there's a lot of cool things that can happen, um, but there's a lot of regulation around it because at the same time we're cluttering not not that the skies aren't already cluttered between all the birds and airplanes <laughs> and other stuff we got going the on. SpaceX flies. taking off every other day. <laughs> no um, joke. And now we're throwing drones into the mix. I mean, it's very regulated and, and obviously privacy. I think that's one thing we talked about is like an interesting point of possible concern in the future. Yeah, I just it just makes you think about it a little more. Like how much can this really tiny camera technology and really um, mobile uses of this technology affect things like public surveillance in the future because you know you can walk down a public street and I think London is used as an example a lot for having lots of public cameras Um, and it's like what if they were just drones (laughs) flying around we just had like little Ver- like um it's monday i'm tired i can't think sorry <laughs> anyway um no i think that technology already exists um 10 to 15 thousand dollars is what you're looking at for that um there are drones that have like 30 40 times zoom on them mm-hmm. and you can be chilling at about like half a mile in the sky and then zoom all the way down to the ground and see like a very crystal clear image of the person's face in 8K resolution, like right. undoubtedly see the person. And I, I'm not convinced you would see the drone. Um, no, to be especially honest, if you or can't hear, hear it. Yeah, because it's so far away. Um, they're expensive, um, and they're definitely like more so geared towards, like for example, law enforcement, professional service market. But they exist. Um, so that's one thing we talked about for as far as concerns go. One thing I just thought of, actually, and it might be an interesting application for like really, really, really crowded, large public beaches, um, but like lifeguarding, you can't always see the best out into the water, you know, especially from the side. It's like, are they splashing or are they dying right now? (laughs) Like, I'm not a lifeguard. I've never been trained in lifeguarding. I don't know what any of that looks like. Maybe it's a lot easier to spot than what I think it is, but if there's like hundreds of people along at a whole last beach. Yeah. What comes to mind is like Bonsai Beach in Australia with how incredibly <laughs> touristic and huge that beach is. That's what I was thinking because they always have like rescue <laughs> like Bondi episodes rescue, yeah. online. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like what if you just have a little drone surveil and um, point down at the water and like you could scout for more wildlife that way too. Like there's so many different things. Look at that. We've solved all the world's problems. You're welcome. <laughs> drones. Um, Wasn't Amazon like, haha, we're going to have drone delivery packages. What if that's a thing in like the not so distant future? It could be. I know that there <laughs> were a lot of failed applications, just as there have been a lot of failed applications of um, Tesla's self-driving vehicles, because they're apparently just killing motorcyclists for fun now. Yeah, um, they just don't see anything. If you missed that in the news, that's happening. That's an occurrence. Um, Yeah, there's there's a couple of things that have happened and failed. I think that's one of those projects that's currently in the failing stages. Not that it can't come back because 
projects have and do come back. I mean, let's be real. Tesla's autopilot's not going anywhere. Yeah. And um, how else does science develop other than trial and error? Not that they all need to be real world, real life applications. Maybe some things for safety could be more in a controlled environment. But also, I, I don't know where they're at with it, but Amazon's been uh, kind of crappy with follow through. If I want to <laughs> put gently. Um, <laughs> Project Hyper was supposed to be an internet service, Sally internet service similar to SpaceX. Uh, I think it's still a thing. Uh, I heard about like what two years ago now, and not, maybe not two years ago, a little less, but like mm, no movement that I'm aware of. <laughs> um, definitely does not exist as a service right now. So. Not making waves in the media, at least. <laughs> yeah. Um, so. There, there are things in, in the project stages. Mm-hmm. I'm not an engineer. I don't play one on TV, so I don't know. <laughs> I, I can't sit here and I'm not criticizing, just to be clear. I'm just being realistic with the application of things. It's just your typical podcast banter and questioning. Yeah, just just ordinary detour things. Um, I didn't want to take away from any of the things you had planned. I know you had a couple of things planned. I think we just kind of went on a tangent of 25 (laughs) minute proportions no it is okay this definitely was more interesting than all of the things (laughs) um i'm just getting really sick of being hot all the time so i was like maybe we could talk about some heat and summer things yeah i think we've talked about the fact that you have the power of the sun in like your thighs yes like you literally like you can actually heat up like rooms like (laughs) The air conditioner will be like it can be colder <laughs> outside, so there's no reason for the room to heat up, right? And just the application of thigh heat will warm <laughs> up the room like three degrees. And there's the air conditioner will have to kick on, even though it's colder outside than it is inside. And uh, not sure if you're aware, we're at, we're extreme allergy people, so we tend to be closed up yeah. with the air purifiers on when we're home. That doesn't mean we don't go outside or open windows or sit on a patio terrace or what outside in the lawn or whatever. Or go that hiking or do all of the doesn't things. Doesn't mean we don't do those <laughs> things. But generally speaking, when we're inside, we're trying to get away from the runny nose, snotty nonsense that occurs <laughs> elsewhere. Yes. Um, in so, a long roundabout way. Interesting. <laughs> interesting that that warming happens. I know. I'm always like. Haha, my hands and feet and everything else is cold, but my thighs are like ready to cook eggs on them. Yep. I'm like, look, so hot. <laughs> yeah, it's a disaster. I, my heart goes out to anybody with hot leg syndrome. I don't know how to fix it. I think I've it's considered... been hot the past few days, too, which is another reason why I think it's at the top of your mind. Yeah, probably. It's not so fun. But <laughs> um, I was just thinking... I heard the other day, I was totally freaking out, but I was like work from home at the time and I couldn't just like grab cash and run outside because I was working from home. I was in my pajamas. I didn't have any cash on my person, but um, an ice cream truck drove through the neighborhood and I was like, is that what I think it is? No. I never had an ice cream truck in my neighborhood before. So I was like, I want that. I want that. I want the horrifyingly misshapen SpongeBob popsicle that we all know. Yes. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know what you're talking about. The the SpongeBob horrible popsicle thingies. Yes. I was like, I want one of those actually so bad. 
But I was like, I'll be so disappointed if I ran my ass outside and they didn't have one. And I just I just didn't go out that time. But next time I'll probably go out and see if I can get myself like a five dollar ice cream just for the nostalgia and the fun of it. Uh, are they five dollars anymore? That's what they were when I was a kid. They're, they're probably, probably thirteen dollars. Yeah, they're probably way more now. We're at like a freaking indoor, like or indoor, indoor, outdoor doesn't matter. We're at like event pricing mm-hmm. <laughs> for ice cream trucks. You go to yeah. a ball game, yeah, it'll be thirteen dollars for a hot dog and fries. Thanks. <laughs> and. I don't even know if you'll get fries for that. Jeez. Probably not, to be honest. They'll be like, here's one jumbo dog, no bun. What does the beer cost? <laughs> like actually $15, dollars now, like for uh like twelve ounce can. Which is crazy. I just like I get that's fun and all, but I can't do it. I would rather just save my money and have whatever at home or like buy food before or after. Like if you need a snack, that's fine. But I don't know. I'm just not a fan of like that. <laughs> but yeah. yeah I was like if you so a question if you could have or open a little pop up restaurant or shack or whatever drive through thing with whatever summer snacks what would your little pop up shop have dang it it's summer snacks well anything but it's in the summertime <laughs> Because I it feel be like food or I drinks. would have like <laughs> summer like clothing. I would have like custom design tees and stuff for summer. That's fair. Like and and like hats and stuff. That sounds you know. Come to think of it, that's horrible. I sound exactly like what every content creator sounds like right now. <laughs> um, because isn't that what all the big ones were doing for a, a hot second? Was pop up shops with like merch? Probably. Okay, that sounds bad. <laughs> Maybe I just what, make. What would like, your snacks be? <laughs> that had to be a snack cart <laughs> or a truck. Um, I would make get as crazy as you want. I'd have to. You can think if you want. It'd have to be like it'd have to appeal to a certain crowd. <laughs> I'd make um something stupid like mountain like dirt bike or dirt bike or motorcycle or mountain bike or adventure rock climbing type like s- cut out like burgers or something stupid <laughs> like that <laughs> yes i love that i support that very or sandwiches good. with like stupid cutouts and punch outs that are like totally related to a specific type of people amazing they would not do well because not everyone likes that type of thing but i love specialized things that's exactly what i was going for with the question i was thinking like i everyone loves tiny ball ice cream not to name drop but i'm gonna name drop because it'll make you think more but dipping dots yeah (sighs) i'm pretty sure i've seen like a coffee one online i was like how fun would it be to have like a little coffee shop where you can get like ice caramel macchiato except it's just the ingredients in like tiny ice cream ball form and they like mix them all together for you in a little dish like that'd be so fun americano that'd be be awesome no no doubt that'd be really cool it it would only appeal to coffee people and i feel like that's polarizing you're either a coffee person or a non-coffee person what do you mean there's no in between you're not a halfway coffee person you either like it or you don't i mean that's fair I feel like you're an in-betweener. You like coffee, but you're not like crazy about it. You don't drink it all the time. Yeah, I like specialty coffee and I have to be in the mood. 
Yeah. Um, I mean, not that I couldn't drink it all the time, but it's, I'm not ecstatic by it. It wouldn't be a go. <laughs> like, I'd rather drink water. Um, That's and, fair. Most of the time. <laughs> so I it, could it just depends. <laughs> only drink coffee, I would. <laughs> but yeah, I think that would be really cool. And I mean, if there's other things that coffee shops sold, we could include that, like a blueberry muffin little ice cream dish or something. Oh. I redact my statement. I'd just be breakfast items because that's all I care about in the world. Thank you. You're welcome. Good night. <laughs> Literally, On I that think I've eaten we end. <laughs> <laughs> only breakfast for like the past six days <laughs> and noodles. We're living the best life. <laughs> I mean, you know, that's how it be sometimes. And I got nothing else. <laughs> that's fair. Well, have a good week. Oh, you're ending. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry. Have... I was just I was mic drop ending on the uh, <laughs> on the on um, the Bob show. Yeah, the what what was it? Uh, the breakfast foods. Breakfast foods. <laughs> now that's fair. But I am tired, and we are procrastinators. So it is midnight, and uh, we should go to bed. <laughs> have a good week, everyone. Stay cool. Go learn something about drones or action cameras or neither or news in general share it with us in the secret telecommunication chat amazing thank you everyone <laughs> goodbye bye